Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Create with Kendra, a place where you can be inspired, challenged, and changed. I am super excited. Um, today we have a guest that we have not had on the show in a long time. Wherever you are, put your hands together for our girl D Williams. Woo! Hey y'all. D, welcome back to the show. It's been a minute since you've been here. Thank you. I'm so happy to be back and I'm excited to talk to y'all, have a yes. chat with my sister about this thing. It's always good. I told I told um D um earlier today, every time we get on the phone, it's a whole moment. It's a whole podcast episode. So I'm like, girl, yes. let's just get you on the show. <laughs> right. Um since you are here, Dean, I'm so happy that you are. You are our black feature for this week. Y'all, Dee is an author, creator, Woo. extraordinaire. Okay. She has released a book called Scribes Over Signs. And today we are going to be discussing this phenomenal book for this episode. And I'm super excited. So, Dee, without giving too much of the book because we're going to talk about it. Tell yes. the folks what this book is about. This book, well, first it's it's written so that it's interactive. Um, so there's lots of journal prompts in there if you get the online version. When the print versions come out, y'all will know and you will actually be able to write in it as though it's a journal for yourself so you can go and reflect and things like that. Um, but it's really to take you through a journey of what is witchcraft? What are the open doors um, of witchcraft in my life? And how can I reconcile these areas of my life with the Lord? Yeah. Y'all, I can't wait until we get into this. D has a powerful testimony. And um, I believe that this episode is going to help somebody get out of things that they have been attached to. Mm. destroy yokes and bondages in Jesus name Amen. generational curses are going to mm -hmm. stop with somebody that listens to this episode and I declare, I declare and decree it in the mighty name of Jesus and it is done Amen. Amen so we are going to hop into this thing because as you can tell I'm excited <laughs> <laughs> I'm super excited so um, D when you talk about what witchcraft is, like a lot of people understand or think of witchcraft as far as like witches, like the person on a broom or with the hat and green face and like with cloaks and has like this potion thing. Cauldron, green. I don't even know what to call it. Slime in a pot. <laughs> right. And there are, you know, witches that do operate in that way. But mm -hmm. witchcraft is very sneaky. It's very mm -hmm. cunning. And it's something, once we start to unpack and unfold what mm -hmm. it really is, like, some of y'all going to be like, oh, shoot, I do that. Oh, man, mm -hmm. I actually have those things in my bedroom. I actually participate in this stuff. So, so Dee, please okay. tell us and define what witchcraft is. So witchcraft essentially is, is like any form of worship that does not have God at the center of it. Now, people always think, oh, worship is just like you're singing music and da-da-da-da-da. And so maybe you're thinking, oh, well, I'm not out here praising, you know, 
I don't know, the stars or what have you. So I'm not engaging in witchcraft, but anything really that you're focusing um, your life upon, if you are grounding yourself in it, if you are identifying yourself with anything that is not drawn from the Lord, you're actually worshiping something else, making it an idol. Um, Therefore, it's witchcraft. Yeah. Absolutely. And what does that look like? Um, I know in in your book, it talks about, y'all go get this book. As we talk, y'all go ahead and, and where can we find the book again? Is it on Amazon? Um, the book is actually on my own website. Okay, drop um, it, girl, it, drop it. Yes, the link will definitely be in the description. Um, it's scotianhospitality.com. It is my lovely website. I'm really excited about that. That's a whole other topic in itself, but you can find it on there. That's S-C-O-T-I-A-N, hospitality.com. There's a little tab called ebooks, and you'll see it there for Kindle, Kobo, Wattpad, PDF version. And I think there's another one on there. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, y'all, I, w- I want you to, um, to, D, really like tell us what are these things that some people may be participating in? They may have some sort of materials and not think that it's mm-hmm. pertaining or related to witchcraft. So first thing I'm going to bring up is identity. Um, And I say this because that is one of the most common gateways that we are seeing right now. Um, And when I say identity, I'm going to come for everyone's Zodiac sign. It is what it is. Um, Every time there's like a certain season coming around, oh, it's Taurus season, it's Leo season, this, that, and the other thing. There's a lot of pride that people have around Um, who they believe they are based on what this Zodiac sign is. And all of that is grounded in, um, you know, the moon and the stars and what time you were born and this, that, and the other thing. And when you dive into all that, like I did way back when, Mm -hmm. um, because your identity is not grounded in Christ, you think that, like, how could they know my personality this way? Excuse me. And so um, there's things about you um, that you see, even they'll say like your positive traits and the toxic traits and all these sorts of things. So you really feel like, you know, Oh, like there's literally some sort of supernatural alignment that is connected to the Zodiac sign that's relevant to me. And I say supernatural because there is a spiritual realm and, and there are things that are of the Lord and not of the Lord that are in the spiritual realm, because we know that the adversary, Satan also operates in the supernatural. That's why you have sleep paralysis. This is why people talk about, they see demons. And this is why people say that they have demons. There, there's a spiritual awareness that we have, which is all yeah. supernatural stuff. Right. Um, but because these Zodiac signs draw you to creation and not the creator, you become, subject to worshiping an idol, a created thing, a graven image, as mm-hmm. they would say, like in, in the Ten Commandments, is that the other thing, right? So um, anytime you are grounding yourself based on the admiration and the dedication to a created thing, then you're falling into witchcraft. So identity is a huge way that people are opened up to that. Mm-hmm. And, and it seems really harmless in that context um, at first, but for people who are who are really lost and are really trying to figure out who they are while they're dealing with certain things. And they either 
are mad at God and so they're not going to go to him in prayer or they don't know how to pray or they don't know that they can actually even go to God about that thing, whether it's because they weren't raised around church folk or they had church hurt or whatever it was, they're going to look for answers. They're going to look for answers. And so it's laid out there for you as bait for identity. Okay. (laughs) Um, Let's go there. (laughs) Let's go there. And I was, I was going to ask you before you got into it. (laughs) Like, what do you think that people are drawn to this new age doctrine? And when it, when it comes, I really feel like there are many things, but the few things that I recognize is people that are mishandled in church. Mm-hmm. And I'm not blaming the church at large, but right. just like like individual situations, like mm-hmm. spirits are real. Yeah, for those who have seen demons and have seen angels, and you seeing stuff, you're not crazy. Nope. But because a lot of people are ignorant of the spirit of the of these spiritual gifts, or 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 what's going on in the spiritual realm, don't know how to address it, a lot of the times it gets dismissed. Mm -hmm. And so if someone says, I'm going to sister so-and-so, because I'm I'm dealing with, you know, I'm seeing stuff. Mm -hmm. And sister so-and-so, she don't know, she don't know nothing. Mm -hmm. She can't give you no help. Mm Mm-hmm. It's it's sad for an individual to be turned away. Yeah. And so you find we find ourselves going to other sources. Right. Such as witchcraft. But I want to yeah. remind somebody and encourage someone just because someone that you thought was a Christian or that is a Christian maybe, but may not be as far along in their walk. That right. couldn't help you for this particular situation does not mean there are not Christians out there that cannot right. talk this out with you. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And we can't be so quick to, to be disappointed in the church at the same time because we are flawed people. Right. That is just what it is. Um, and Another thing is like, I noticed this mass movement of new age doctrine amongst who, and I'm going to say it amongst black women. Yep. Call it for what it is. I've noticed a lot of it amongst black women and uh, Mm -hmm. amongst black people because Christianity has been used to to demonize black people, but not mm-hmm. the pureness and not the truth of what Christ represents, but a manipulated version mm-hmm. of what, you know, slave owners or people yeah. that abuse power, even still today, mm-hmm. people ain't, ain't right with God. Ain't walking with God, but want to use Christ's name. It ain't, ain't spoke to him. Okay. You can't represent Christ and you can't speak on behalf of God if you don't talk to him, if you don't live for him, Ooh. if you don't serve him. Have and I'm talking it. and I'm talking about I'm talking to all those people mm-hmm. that wear Christian on their back. Yeah. But you are not living according to God's word. 
And so there has been this demonization of Christianity. And so there has been a rejection of Christ. Yeah. And so we have been turning to new age. We have been turning to idolatry and witchcraft from even our, Mm -hmm. our, our, um, our cultures. I remember, um, a young man was, was doing, I was, I was in, I was in college and there was a center that we were all a part of. It was kind of like a collective place that you can come and study and stuff. And he's doing like witchcraft, (laughs) the whole sage, he got the the stones and all that stuff. And he was like, Kendra, come and participate. And I'm like, nah, I'm not into that. That's the (laughs) devil. (laughs) And he says to me, you see, that's what the white man wants you to think that this is the devil. This is our, you know, this is comes from our culture. This comes from our, you know, our people, but I need you to understand this. Yeah. When God makes you new, hmm. when God makes you new, Ooh, that part. all that cultural stuff, I'm not just saying dismiss who you are ethnically. I'm no. not saying not celebrate your nationality. I'm saying there are some things in everybody's culture that yeah. is not pleasing to God. And when he calls us out of darkness into his marvelous light, we have to forsake these things. We have to forsake them. We sure do. And and that's the thing, right? It's we like it, like I said, going back to identity, we're basing our identity off of things that, that we can see, things that our mind can at least somewhat comprehend. Right. And so if it's our culture, how we grew up, the things that we say, the way that we dress, yeah. you know, what media is feeding us, et cetera, et cetera. We're going to ground our identity in these things. But all of these things are going to pass away at some point. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, the one person, the one thing that's alpha and omega beginning and the end, if he has an identity for you then that's the only thing that can't be broken. Yeah. That's that's the only way you can identify yourself and it not be shattered by something that happens in the earth. You can you can be you know having 25 cents in your bank account and on your last pack of ramen noodles you still say I'm a lender not a borrower. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like <sighs> this ain't even this is about to be a sermon. Anywho, <laughs> identity is a huge gateway yes. um, into that. In terms of material things that you have, we, we already mentioned sage. Crystals. Crystal jewelry. I know it looks pretty on your necklace, but that thing is attracting stuff that you don't even know. You don't even know about. Mm. I mean, I remember when I didn't have any crystals until I went to a medium for the first time. And at the end of my reading, uh, there was this, she was like, oh, there's like this stack of cards and they all had numbers on them and whatever else. And I had to pick one and whatever um, number on it was, um, it was, what's the word, contingent? Anywho, there's mm-hmm. a book that the cards come with. 
And whatever number you draw is connected to, it was the angel number cards. Now that I think about it, it was the angel number. And so whatever the angel number was on the card, you went to that angel number in this book. And then it there's like a whole reading about what this angel does, what it means. And there's a crystal that is connected to the angel slash angel number. Let me pause for a second because people are going to say, well, God has angels too. Well, just for those who don't know, there are angels who fell with Satan too. Now I can come back. Um, and so whatever crystal was written down, according to that angel, that was what she gave me. Can and you pause right there? Because mm-hmm. we need to take a beat on that, on just that. <laughs> there were angels that was rolling with Satan. Mm-hmm. That was on Satan's bandwagon when he got kicked out of heaven. Mm-hmm. That fell mm-hmm. from grace, from heaven. Yep. The way that witchcraft is presented, it's presented angelic. It's presented beautiful. It's presented like the enemy comes as an angel of light. And if we like, don't know the word, we gonna follow the wrong, the wrong light. Yeah, they fell. They went all the way down, and and they've been commissioned to roam around and distract us. You know, to to get us off course with the Lord. You know, and whatever else the enemy wanted to conjure up. So, you know, people, there's, there's a fine, there's a fine line. And I know that's a, um, one of the chapters in the book is, um, talking about the silver linings between, um, what you hear in Christianity and what you hear in new age and how it seems like it's similar. So it's easy for people to think that even though it doesn't sound totally Christian, there's enough of what sounds like Bible for people to be comfortable in pursuing it. Let's talk about it. Yeah. um, Now this book was like written from like the experience that that I had. I mean, so much more has developed um, in terms of new age doctrine since then, um, because you know, the enemy beyond 24 seven working, but the content is still relevant because the enemy never changes his, his tactics. You know what I mean? Yeah. So still get the book regardless. It doesn't matter if there's something that you're practicing that isn't particularly named in the book. It's the witchcraft. So the, the silver lining, I had a hard time with a few things. Um, I had a difficult time with prophecy um, and receiving prophetic words mm. uh, when I got saved because it sounded like tarot to me. I used to be really, really um, engulfed in tarot. And can you explain um, what tarot what, is for those that don't know? Yeah, so um, tarot, tarot cards is, um, it's like a, a form of forecasting the future by way of, of cards. Usually, um, now I didn't... Um, do I didn't give tarot readings per se, but I did receive tarot readings. Yeah. And, um, you know, there's usually some sort of praying over the cards or whatever to, yeah. to connect you to whatever, um, entities you are, you are connecting these cards with. Um, and 
there's it's almost like people talk to these cards so anyway these cards are are to like forecast or tell you about your future regarding a certain life area or just in general Mm -hmm. um and so i won't talk about the the names of different cards but there's cards have different numbers and symbols on them and they all represent certain things these cards also have images on them that are telling of what they represent um and so people would do monthly readings you go on youtube i mean they're everywhere um and it even talks about it in the bible i talked about it in the book pulling it straight from scripture um the lord is literally talking about um monthly um forecasters there's many other words in different translations but people who are turning to witchcraft to forecast what they think is going to happen yeah over a course of time and right? so you so this felt is what we see Sorry. you felt like you felt that prophecy was similar to that yes because mm-hmm. the the format almost looks similar you're going to talk about what's happening in this month or in this area of my life and you're gathering information from some sort of divine source Right. And so um, I had I had a hard time with receiving prophecy because I was like, well, people would say things about my life before and, you know, it it either didn't happen or or it caused me great anxiety or what have you. Um, I was in a situation at one point where um, there was someone who was identified by a particular zodiac sign and I didn't want anything to do with this person anymore um, because of how things went and um you know these tarot readers are saying that this person in this area of my life would kept they were going to come back and it made me really anxious so when i would hear stuff i was like i don't i don't know if i can really trust who this is coming from and i had to pray for discernment to know the difference between what is a prophetic word and and what is um a demonic forecasting over my life because really we're allowing people to speak over our lives. Right. Um, I'm learning to become really cautious of this, even when it comes to the prophetic, because we're in a time where there's a lot of false prophets as well. Mm-hmm. And so you really have to be vigilant in that area and really take everything back to the word of God. Everything. No matter who you get it from. Um, and see if there's, there's something that matches up there. Um, so I had a hard time with prophecy. Um, you know, we talk about manifestation and in the Bible, it talks about God manifests something. God is the one who is going to bring something to pass. But in new age, we make ourselves God mm. and Ooh, say pause. that we're going to manifest something. Pause. Let's sit with that for a moment. We make ourselves God. We do without even really saying it out loud as soon as you decide that i'm gonna go and try to manifest something you're saying i'm going to put myself in the spiritual authoritative position to make something happen in my life that's what you're saying and you you've made yourself an idol you're literally breaking the the commandments i'm talking new testament and old testament Love the Lord your God is is the first commandment in the New Testament. But in the Old Testament, you shall not have any other gods before me. How can you love God if you've made yourself 
God in your own life by saying, I'm going to manifest this thing. I want this relationship. I'm going to manifest it. I'm going to manipulate things in the spiritual realm as much as I want to, to make it work out for me to, to feed my own flesh and, and that's then the go and thing. say, I manifested this thing. And then you're going to go and glorify yourself. That's the thing D when it comes to like, I understand when you said that there are similarities because you got to remember when Moses in Genesis went to Pharaoh and said, let my people go. And God start throwing these plagues. What did Pharaoh do? Pharaoh got his uh, magicians and tried to clown Moses. Like, oh, you got your power from God. I got my my magical power right here. Mm -hmm. This stuff is real. Yeah. But the thing about it is people are so hungry for information people Uh are so hungry for confirmation and they don't want to wait on god yeah they don't want to seek god Mm -hmm. they don't want to tarry with the lord they don't want to pray they don't want to give up their things because in order to hear from god there are some sacrifices you have to make Mm-hmm. We don't want to do these things. We're hungry for information. We're hungry for someone to speak a good word over our lives that we go to witchcraft. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and, it, and we're looking for accurate information. That's cool. The psychic could be accurate, whatever, but it's from the devil. <laughs> right. I don't want nothing from the devil. And here's another thing. The devil doesn't know your future. He knows the word. He knows that there's something good that God has for you. Mm-hmm. But the devil can only toy with and play with your past. That's right. And witchcraft keeps those things open. Mm-hmm. It keeps those things open. And so when you feel like tarot card readers, Reiki healers, all these different titles, these different types of people doing this stuff yeah. are speaking things over your life and into your life that you feel like are relevant you really have to ask yourself what parts of me are still broken that I've allowed myself to be open to, to hearing this because the enemy can't toy with anything that God has concealed. It says to the glory of God to conceal a thing and to the glory of Kings to search it out. So God has concealed your future and only he can reveal things about the future to you because he's the one who's designed it for you. And so anyone else who is not of God that is trying to tell you these things, they're literally just playing with your past and keeping you in a cycle and in a pattern. And then you see things happen and you realize that you've been dealing with the same thing showing up in a different way. And you think that you're advancing in life, that you've overcome something. But you really haven't at the end of the day. That's why you see people who are well off and they're, they're rich and they're famous and they talk about what they've manifested in their life, but they're broken at home. When they're off Instagram, they're crying. They're, they don't yeah. have anyone to turn to. This is, this is what's going on. Yeah. This is what's going on. And there, without God, there is no remission of sin. Mm-hmm. And let me be more specific without Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Because Go people there. be making anything God. Mm-hmm. Without Jesus, there is no cleansing. Not Without it. Jesus, there is no salvation. 
um, for those people that burn sage, um, you are not cleansing air. You are no. inviting demons into your space. Yes, you are. The Bible don't say nothing about burning sage. It's a seasoning. <laughs> okay. You want to rub mm-hmm. it on your turkey. That's fine. But mm-hmm. when it comes to burning it, which is called smudging, yeah. it's you are inviting demons yeah into this space and i remember before i even knew what smudging was i remember being at school again good lord um and there was a um a particular culture that came to do Mm -hmm. a presentation in this space space that um, is inclusive of black and brown people right so they're in this space and they're doing this cultural presentation and they light sage and they start doing smudging and like passing it around and people are you know waving it over themselves and when and i didn't know what smudging was but when the sage was coming towards me and people were passing towards me god gave me a very unsettling feeling about this and i was like "Mm, i don't know what that is you can pass it and a girl looked at me strange like why don't you want to do it it's, it's their cultural you know cultural invitation and they're presenting this with us and I'm just like I can't do this yeah and I didn't know what it was but it was later on I found out it was it was God kids adults just people in general are looking for answers yeah and we as believers have to be there to catch them and we yeah. have to be there to pray for them. And I thank God for testimonies like yours, D. There is so much you can help somebody with because you've been through it. Mm-hmm. I've never had an experience with manifestation or terror or none of that stuff. Not saying that I can't pray you through, but there's something about your experience yeah that knows what it feels like to yearn for for just gratification in in the wrong way but it feeling good to you mm-hmm. and for whoever that young girl or young boy was my prayer for them and I still pray over this person that left this book that they found Jesus that day and said, you know what? I don't need this. Mm. You know? So what do you say to um, people that are living in this way that are still curious about who Jesus is? To those people, I would say to follow that curiosity about Christ at the end of the day, it's curiosity that got you there with New Age. That's what got me with, with New Age. I was I was curious. Yes, I was desperate to find something, and I wanted closure, and there were all these things. And, you know, I, I felt abandoned by God at one point. I thought that he was angry with me. I had shame and condemnation. But at the end of the day, I, I was curious. Like, I need something that's real. Like, what's real out here? And... You know, I thought that the only thing that was real is what I could feel with my hands, what I could see with my eyes. And Jesus came into my life and gave me an experience that I couldn't even comprehend. And I was like, oh, this is the real thing. And this is months after, you know, 
calling up to God and being like, listen, big G, if you're even really up there. Because <laughs> I, I was fed up. I, I remember saying to God, you know, I've tried everything else, mm-hmm. but I'll try you one more time. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah. I remember sitting there in the couch, on the couch of an Airbnb, like December of 2019, and saying that to God. And um, over the course of nine months, wrestling with this thing, with the whole tarot thing and Mm -hmm. whole Jesus thing, and it was all kind of, there was all these blurred lines. Mm -hmm. Um, Christ came in because... I allowed myself to become curious about him yeah. also. And in that search of, of him, I also found who he always knew me to be. And I'm still finding that out. But, you know, knowing that I am God's and he really came and snatched me up out of that thing. Glory to God. I would say to anyone who is um, dibbling and dabbling, as people like to say, mm-hmm. um, that curiosity when it comes to God and, and about Jesus pursue that curiosity. Um, I remember when I first got saved and uh, I was like, I was going to watch the sermon, but it was like really long. And I was like, dang, Lord, this is some long message. I don't know. I'm going to have to do this in parts. And I was convicted because I used to sit there and like study new age stuff for hours. Indeed. The Holy Spirit was like, Indeed. you can... (laughs) do that you You can can listen listen to to this holy ghost message period you can research something about the bible that you don't understand you know so there's no excuse it's just that you're dealing with the reality of your flesh and your spirit not agreeing and you have to choose i i think i remember um in the first episode i was on i was talking about choosing christ over your carnality and um it's that it's that battle you, you come to face that thing and there will be times where you might want to um say something just to not feel separate from a conversation you know um working in the entertainment industry i meet all sorts of people from different places all the time and i've had many people be like oh what's your zodiac sign and i just tell them i don't identify myself by my zodiac sign and then they ask me what my birthday is. And I tell them, I'd rather not share my birthday with you. Because I know what they're going to do. Yeah. Right? And, and so. <laughs> you know I, what I do? Face with that thing. What you got to do? When people ask me that. They don't ask me often. But when it does come up, they be like, what's your sign? I, I be like, the cross. Oh. Hello. Period. The cross. Okay. Um, yeah. It's, it's a no. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'll give you the cross, child. Mm-hmm. And and so, yeah, like, you're going to come face-to-face with that, and you have to you have to choose. Yeah. Every single time, it's a choice. Like, when you choose Jesus, yes, you've made the ultimate choice, but every single day, you're, you are faced with the opportunity to choose him over and over and over and over again. Yeah. And so that's what I would say is to just... Let that curiosity drive you towards Jesus. Um, you will get more than you were looking for. Ooh. For sure. And speaking um, of more. Yeah. <laughs> that's just that. You being in relationship with the God of the universe. 
Once you stop worshiping the universe and come into relationship with the God that created the universe, that created you, knows the ins and outs of you, knows you better than you know yourself, can count Mm -hmm. and name the hairs on your head. Girl, I'm sorry, that was kind (laughs) of unprofessional, but girl, um, (laughs) I was at a conference not too long ago and God was just so there in an overwhelming way. And I thought to myself, like, God, you really, you really blowing up in here. Like, Lord. uh." (laughs) But then I thought to myself, like, we put limits on God. We do. God can only move between this time and this time. He can only do this and that. But the thing about it is God wants to speak to us every day. Every day. Those spiritual gifts. He wants us to operate in those every day. praying him speaking to us Mm -hmm. miracle signs and wonders he wants to do that every day every single day but my question to us is have we surrendered enough or Mm -hmm. surrendered at all so he can truly have his way yeah my my challenge and my call to everyone that is listening to this message just like our, our our dear sister D said, give God that shot. Mm-hmm. And don't give it to him and you giving the restrictions and you calling the shots. No. Fully surrender. I'm talking about take it, dump it out, throw it away, delete whatever it is that's causing you to be hindered, cut it and say, yes, Lord. Until it gets deep down in you. Yes, Lord. Um, D, I want you to. Oh, this is so good. Um, But as we come to a close, do you mind saying a prayer? For those folks that are listening to this right now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And before I pray, I just want to thank you for being obedient um, to the Holy Spirit. And I say this because this book came from our first episode that we did together. Um, I remember, like, I was like, Lord, I got to get prepared for this episode. I was all nervous to share my testimony because I was all scared of what people would think. And, oh, this girl was dabbling in witchcraft and now she loved Jesus. I don't know about that, though. And I was getting all these notes prepared. Um, and we hardly touched any of it in the episode. It was so spirit-led. And I had all these notes and I was like, dang, but I just kept it on my computer. Um, and fast forward to October of last year, um, when I wrote this, um, I got in COVID and I was in my room in quarantine. I should say I was, I was in the mix. They wanted me to be in quarantine and then test me again and see if I had it, but it ended up being positive anyway. But that's all right, because we survived. We bless the Lord. Sure did. And um, I was like, Lord, I refuse to go crazy while I'm in this quarantine. So what do you want me to do? Mm -hmm. He said, I want you to write a book. And I said, "Mm, I don't know, Lord. (laughs) I know I I I got all this time on my hands, but I'm sure I could do something else. He's like, no, I want you to write a book. And um, I said, what do you want? it to be about like where do I start and he said you have the outline already and I I looked through 
Come on, I'm God. Like, Where I got this at? And I found the notes from our podcast episode. And the way it was laid out, it, literally the book was broken up based on those notes from months prior. So maybe even over a year prior. Yeah, something like that. A long time ago. Yeah. So, yeah, I just wanted to share that with you because I never told you that. But yeah, this is a this is a product of you giving me the opportunity to, to share my testimony this way and using your platform. Um, that outline was there, and it was just waiting to to come to life. And um, yeah, so thank you for that. All glory to God. Amen. All glory to God. Mm-hmm. So I'm just gonna pray uh, for those who are who are tussling with this thing, who are struggling with it, um, those who who are believers but have opened themselves up um, to witchcraft, and maybe they don't know. Um, but I definitely feel called to the lost believer, and and I believe this this book is is really for anyone but specifically you know those who grew up knowing the lord and there was brokenness that never got addressed and you turned to another way um this was definitely written with you in mind because i was just like you one time yeah so heavenly father we just thank you so much um for your mercies that are new every morning that even if we walk away from your covering you still continue to show us your mercy god i thank you for those who are listening to this podcast I pray, Lord God, that they heard something and they knew that it was you speaking to them, not me, not Kendra. God, I ask that your Holy Spirit would awaken your children, that they would come to realize that we are in some really serious times um, and that you you want your kids. You are, you are leaving the 99 for all of them. And so, God, I thank you that you use this podcast as a platform and an opportunity to reach your hand out towards them in hopes that they would reach right back out for you. Um, I pray, Lord God, that people would have their eyes open, their ears open, and their hearts softened towards you, that you would give them the opportunity to to choose you and to back away um, from the deception and, and the, the taste of witchcraft that is definitely seeking after them in this earth. Yes, Lord. We come against the spirit of deception in the name of Jesus. I come against any grief, any any feelings of brokenness, any thoughts of condemnation that are making your children fearful to come to you and be honest about where they are spiritually. I pray, Heavenly Father, that they would know that none of them are orphaned, that they have not been abandoned by you, that you truly have never left them nor have you forsaken them. I pray that a wave of repentance would come over um, the listener um, who needs to just turn back to you in any way, shape, or form. Um, Maybe it's they've gotten caught up in religion and they just stopped really caring um, about really being in relationship with you or maybe that they've lost their way or there's somewhere in between. I just pray that they would surrender to you and know that they can surrender their life to you once again and you will still take them. You will take them back. And you'll run and meet them halfway as soon as you see them coming down the road. So I pray for every prodigal. I thank you that you chose me um, and that you've given me the courage and the boldness to not only share this testimony, but to write this book. Um, Thank you for your Holy Spirit that 
gave me the ability to be creative, to have the words, um, to write down Heavenly Father for giving the complete and total vision for this book. And we pray for every life that it touches, that your name will be honored, that your name will be glorified in the earth, and that we will see a revival in your church. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Yes. Okay. That was good. So y'all, thank you again for tuning in to this episode. I pray that this was a blessing to everyone. And if you know somebody that needs to hear this message, please share with them. And y'all, mm-hmm. go get the book, okay? <laughs> um, it's good. It's book. good. Like, even if you aren't doing witchcraft, it's it's good. Like, it's good. It's, it's just good, good to know. Check. Yes. It's a, it's good, a good heart good check. Heart check. Okay. Every look. now and then I go through like in the first chapter it talks about um points of entry and it's just talking about basically where the areas in your life where you're not being open with the Lord, where the devil can creep in. And even that is just like so good. So good Christians to just be like, Hmm, you know what, Lord? Let's have a chat. Let's have a Let's heart. Let's have heart. a chat. You know, yeah. so So y'all go get this book, okay, and get your life. <laughs> Um, and, and once again, thank you so much, D, for coming on with us. All right, y'all, until next time. Me. See ya. Bye.